pretty much welcome back to to an extent. Uh, this week we're talking about fake it if you must. Confidence is the key to success. Confidence, fake or real, it can get you through a lot. Is kind of where we're jumping off from. I got Taylor back with me. We're we're talking about uh, fake it if you must. We're talking about confidence. I don't know where your mind went when you first read the title, but confidence is what we're talking about today. Uh, I don't really have a fun fact to start this one. Other than Google is my friend, and there's so much out there on the interwebs about confidence, and there's a lot of things about faking confidence. So I know this is not a just a me thing. I know I fake my confidence in certain situations. Um, so that would be my fun fact. When in doubt, um, Google how to fake your confidence, and you will have lots and lots of ideas. That surprises me with your psychology degree. You don't have a like a set way that you 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 do this. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, th- there is the psychology side of it, but I think for everybody, depending on how you look at it, it's de- going to depend on how you take it. Um, for me, I am like with the psych side, there's a lot of reading body language, which can also be a detriment because you can read it wrong. Um, it's not an exact science. It's uh, in most circumstances or in general, um, but like arms crossed could mean that somebody's not happy with you um, or is not interested. Or that's just where their arms were most comfortable because their back's out or they've been sitting funny all day or whatever the case may be. But yeah, fake it if you must. What body language can you see confidence in? Open posture. I was going to say some shoulders back. Shoulders back, head up, um, sitting eye up. Eye contact. Eye contact. Uh, eye contact. <laughs> it's, always back back to, <laughs> it's always back to the eye contact. It's like, like some kind of romance or what? Right? <laughs> for, for anybody who's just tuning in or maybe didn't catch our first uh, our first couple episodes, I think we've talked about eye contact in most of them, in most of them. So obviously eye contact may be something I need to personally work on. Uh, Thankfully, this is audio only. So you're not seeing my um, darting eyes or uncomfortableness of like looking off camera because eye contact is odd and uncomfortable sometimes. Um, But yeah, other things for body language for confidence. Um, Pointing your feet in the direction of the person that you're talking to, having, they call it open posture. So arms open, not crossed, um, your feet facing them, your whole body facing. If you ever look at somebody, maybe their feet are pointed to the side. That may mean they want to be done. So (laughs) I think I picked, (laughs) yeah, before you even get started or like, well, you, you've probably seen it when somebody's like walking up to, and you have no interest or desire to talk to them, whether it be because you don't want to talk to them or you don't have the time. So you kind of like, just like look over your shoulder just a little bit and like, Hey, yeah. How's it going? Look across the way. Don't make eye contact. Don't don't stare. Not (laughs) helpful. But have you ever had to fake confidence? Would you consider your, we'll start with dog and the squeaky toy. I apologize. He has to play with the squeaky toy all night. I was like, what is that noise? Can you, can you play with a different toy, please? He's confident. His squeak toy abilities. I don't know that anyone ever has to, has to, you know, be confident. You you choose to be confident. If that's not what you want to do, then that's not what you want to do. Edit that one a little bit. Oh, poor guy. He lost his squeak toy. Uh, your your son did um, did make the edit as a special guest co-host on the first one. Because there were a couple of things I didn't want to cut. Um but it just, it's real and raw and it's, it's us. So yeah, it may never happen again. Hopefully. Okay. It's all good. If it does, maybe we'll, maybe we'll invite them in one day. Oh, how fun would that be? Oh, that, yeah. On the other squeaky. And did you hear that fake confidence there? Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) I was faking that confidence because I don't know how well that would go. (laughs) It would be fun. I'm sure for short, for short duration. Yeah, we'd have to really time that right to the right at the end. Yes. <laughs> or, or or we do really well about um, we re- record it at the beginning or at the end of one and then use it for the next one and we go through it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. On. What what you think, what mom thinks versus what son thinks. <laughs> there you go. That could be fun. Oh, boy. Hmm. Um, so first question, 
I'm going I'm to throw it at you. Would you consider yourself a confident person? I would say in most situations, yes. Yes, most of the time. But, you know, there's always those. It's for me, it's the caught me off guard. There was no, this just wasn't out of nothing. You know what I mean? Just like today, even though it really didn't come out of nowhere. All I did was walk across the street to welcome our new neighbors. And it was like, I don't know. I just expected just him. And then she walks back, walks out. And it was like, okay, now I'm off guard. You know, I was expecting just this whole thing had been prepared in my mind. Oh crap. Now I have to actually introduce myself to her too. (laughs) Words with somebody I haven't met before. And I don't know how they're going to take me. Yeah, exactly. And they have to live across the street from me in an undetermined amount of time. So (laughs) it's the silliest things in life. Because, you know, you'll probably end up being friends or friendly enough that it's like they don't even remember. You know, the most they're going to remember about it is the fact that I brought them cookies. So it doesn't matter what I said. They will remember if it was good or bad cookies. Well, I didn't make them. So So hopefully they were good. (laughs) They're Meyer chocolate chip cookies. Oh, my gosh. I might be just chocolate fanatic, but oh, they're so good. (laughs) I can't help it. Uh, I would say... I also like chocolate chip cookies, Subway cookies though, but I may be biased. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started on those. Their sugar cookies though are the, if you're going to get a cookie, you might as well get sugar. Just don't even worry about it. Just sugar. It, it, I, if you're going to go for a cookie, see, I at least rationalize. I really enjoy oatmeal raisin, but I also rationalize it. Oatmeal is good for you. Raisins oh. are, are fruit. So I'm getting, like, I feel like out of all the cookies you could eat, it's healthy. It's not. Like, it's a I, fake I don't illusion. Think, I don't think there's anything such uh, as, as a healthy cookie, but you're at least definitely not. Sugar is way up there too. The sugar is just the worst. You might as well just go for it. Right. I would say I'm confident in things that I have knowledge about or experience. So like going up and talking to a neighbor um, doesn't freak me out unless I don't have a intended purpose. If I've got a job in mind, I can do it. I can talk to anybody. If I just have to go and make small talk with somebody I've never met, that is where I struggle. That is where I'm not confident. Yeah. How's the like, weather today? Oh, yeah. We're all living in the same weather. This is awkward. <laughs> yeah. Just hopefully somebody just came in from outside that you can ask that. That's that's my go-to trick <laughs> at, um, at the store when somebody comes in and orders and I have like that 30, 40 seconds and waiting on the toaster. And I'm like, so how, how about that weather today? It's the go-to. That or... Any fun, exciting plans today? You got two go-tos. You got to get a couple more. <laughs> That's how I fake my confidence. Have a, have a script. Do what I know best. Yeah, so. it works. And that leads, I think, to this part. I, th- I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I thought of this, but I thought I read it from you. Confidence can be learned. I definitely agree with that statement. Yes. I've been... I can think of like two distinct situations that I really had to like fake it, phone it in, like had to almost act because that was not me, but that's what, that's what I needed to do to get the job done. So yeah, definitely can be learned, learned and improved 100% if you have the will. I absolutely learned from Google. And experience, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like um, learning, learning the hard way, learning what didn't work is also a great I think that's probably the better teacher than Google for most, but yeah, but at least you can be, feel like you've prepared yourself. I mean, just a little bit of preparation, I feel like goes miles sometimes. You always sound like you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Also overthinking, planning for, that's where I'm really good. Planning for every what, what if scenario or, or, you know, every possible chance or case. That's what keeps me up at night, but I figure if that's the key to it, then I should be the most confident person in the world, but I'm not. <laughs> that's how it works, huh? No. So like the first first quick Google search, how to fake confidence. And the first thing that came up was like a list of like nine. And it's like the the super, I'm not going to drop them because I don't know if they're copyrighted and if I can say it or not. Uh, but the the big brands, when you Google, the first thing that come up on like helpful articles and like the the listicles of like nine different things that you can do to fake confidence. So I'll, I'll, th- I'll throw them down. We'll, we'll see if any of them stand out. Um, or you're like, well, yeah, I already do that on a daily. Um, first one, 
jot down some BA moments that you've had and keep it as a reminder. <laughs> no, I don't do that. I think I don't even think they're like in a mental note. Oh, I, I I don't write them down, but I got a couple mental notes. I got a couple ones that stick up there that I'm like, yeah, I did that. I can do hard stuff. But I don't think I do that. Maybe I have to think about that one. I'll come back to you on that. If I'm if I'm wrong, I will definitely let you know. But I can't think of anything where I'm like, yeah, you're totally awesome. Oh, I so I went to an see. This is it's a funny one. So I went for an interview at a, a company that I already worked for. It was just in a different uh, location, different town, and I interviewed. And the group that I was interviewing with, they had a reputation. They were a really good store to work for. So I was really really nervous going into it. And I was, I knew I was not prepared for it, like as far as skill level and experience, but I'm like, I'm going to do it anyways. Cause why not? Um, but I went in totally thought I bombed the interview, like just did not feel confident about it at all. So the epitomal question that they, they always ask at the end of an interview, why should we hire you? And this is where I took, like, based on your face, you're waiting for it. Totally just phoned it in. And I was like, what's the worst that happens? I'm just going to go all out and see how this works. And this was back when How I Met Your Mother was kind of a big deal still. Like it was a popular show. And I embraced like the Barney Stenson and was like, because I'm awesome. And that's I like, I think I said a follow-up sentence, but I don't, I don't remember what exactly I said, but I'm like, I walked out of there and I called my boss from where I was headed back to. And they're like, how'd it go? And I'm like, totally bombed. Like, this is how I ended the interview because like, what's the word? Less than 10 minutes later, I got a call back or they, my HR person got a call back and they're like, hey, we want her. So, I mean, it worked in that case, but that's so like what happens. Yeah. The mental note, mental <laughs> note on it. <laughs> what is how it happens? You think you bomb it and you're like, no, like society tells you, no, you didn't actually bomb it. The more, the more you feel internally that you screwed it up, the more normal it was. Which is so counterintuitive. Well, maybe we don't always know what's best. Amen to that. Agreed. <laughs> we'll not argue that point. Um, second one was act like you are qualified. Hmm. And so that varies depending on the situation. Yeah. Um, oh. I do know. I do have a fun fact. See, I knew one was going to jump in here. I was going to say, you can't go on without. No, I've got lots of fun facts and terrible jokes in case anybody wants to hear that. I was going to say, it's like not having a joke. Right. I always have a joke ready. <laughs> so act like you're qualified. So recently applied for a new job, got some some coaching along the way with it. And men are more likely to apply for a job that they have you know, half or less of the qualifications on where females tend to, if they do not have almost all the qualifications, if they don't check like eight out of nine boxes or seven out of nine. They will not apply for a job. Hmm. So maybe, maybe that was act like you're qualified. You know, I, I have the skills, even if I don't, I'm going to act like I do. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. And two, I think a part of it a hundred percent for you is you are adaptable and maybe because you work there already, but you know, that's not a hard trait to be able to pinpoint in people, I don't think. And so being at least confident in that, knowing who you are and who you can become is totally based on you and you're willing, you know, you're willing to pick up those, whatever, five, six qualifications you don't be, you aren't able to check off maybe before the interview. Yeah. And I, I also wonder if people look at it and they may not be qualified in it already, but is it something I feel like I could be qualified in? Like oh, sure. I take XYZ, there's plenty of stuff out on the internet to figure out how to do it. Right. Yeah, I, if you yeah, I, uh, if you can learn how I'm throw, I'm not even throwing him under the bus. He's great. He learned how to play guitar and whatever from Google. I mean, his dad plays. My husband Ben, his dad plays, but he learned how to do all that stuff and how to get better and all the things he knows from Google. For real, so I never. He will tell I you never that. Guess that. Yeah, he will tell you that 100. percent He gloats about it. And that's not, I really don't even feel like it's gloating. He's just like, it, there's absolutely no reason that you can't be great at this if I can be great at this because I Google it. So I, I think I've made the joke before. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and everything else I need to know I can find on Google. Yeah. I mean, and really, 
Anything you need to know from the Bible, you can Google. The interwebs is a very interesting place. Good and evil both exist there, but the amount of oh, the amount sure. of information at our fingertips, scary. Yes. Maybe we'll hit on that on another bill, another day. Oh, that could be fun. We could just go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> we'll never uh, get it. I, we would, I was going to say that episode would never end. Uh, the next point, point number three was imitate the greats. Mm. Yeah, I, I would say I do that. Yeah, I know who to reference. Anyways, obviously my number one reference always is Jesus. You know, I always, I, I know that one. You know what I mean? I, I just know that one. So I'm like, you know, Jesus did this. Why can't I? So, but otherwise, yeah, especially depending on where you're at and what you're doing. Yeah. And the worldly example, I'm trying to like picture Jesus sitting behind a desk doing my job. And I'm just like, hmm, that's, hey, a, that's a great that's a, image. That's a fun image. Cause I'm like, I think I know there's one instance where he flipped the table in, um, in the Bible. I might oh, yeah. be at least a table flipper to in my job. Oh, geez. Oh, definitely different circumstances, but yeah. I guess for me, it's a little harder or e- not harder, easier for me to imagine or compare myself and my situations just being most of the time, you know, hundred percent, just human interaction. That's all I really do. Even I guess when I'm at work, I don't really do computer a little, but most of the time human interaction. So for me, if God can deal with, you know, if, I, if Jesus can deal with unruly, you know, Pharisees or whatever, whoever, I can deal with a patient who just doesn't want to pay their bill. Like I can deal with that. I just need to be patient. (laughs) Jesus can say, you know, look at these children and be like these children. Maybe I should change my view about the way my child is screaming at me right now. I mean, there's got to be truth to that. Like we just need to calm down a minute. (laughs) Do you think they call patients patients for a reason? Uh, I don't know. There is so many sometimes we refer to them, I mean, different, it would be clients and stuff. So it's like, to me, that one's more relatable. It's a client, it's their clients. <laughs> patience for your patience. <laughs> that sounds like a Hallmark a long time. Yeah, I haven't been there in a long time. So I'm only reliving like the worst ones. There are so many good, you know, good times that you can have with patience and your patience having patience with you and you not knowing. So There's not always bad ones, but sometimes they outweigh the good ones. It's the next one. Uh, Do what you're good at. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Everyone's confident in that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Positive affirmations. Tell yourself positive affirmations. Put them around. I have been known, um, in case anybody needs this and is going to use this, dry erase markers work great on mirrors. Mm Mm-hmm. So when you brush your teeth in the morning, I know I've put a couple quotes on there before or like reminders of things that I need to know. Red's a little harder to get off just for the record. Red is is not your friend, but they will eventually come off. Heart shaped messages that are red. Maybe just do the black. Just leave it with them. They're all sweet, but the red just. (laughs) It's like A for effort for for being sweet, but F for execution. Oops, we're not going to use the red one again. <laughs> we might have left it up there a little too long. I think that had, time has, you know, some influence on those too. So when you're done with it, maybe just get, it's not insensitive. Just go ahead and scrub that off. <laughs> I like that you clarified it's not insensitive. <laughs> you loved it. I loved it. Maybe it's been a couple days, but it's got to go. Just wax on, wax off. That sounds like. That sounds like a love language thing too. <laughs> that'll be that'll be a fun one that we can cover later as well. Oh yeah, that would be fun. Ooh. Maybe we can guest co-host with Ben. He wanted to do it tonight, but <laughs> I was like, go. Yes, let's let's get uh it, it could be like the dating game, but like you guys already are married, so that's ten times funnier. Oh like, yeah, for you. I've seen those things go wrong real quick. <laughs> That could get that could get interesting, but yes, let's totally do it. We will we will book Ben and you. So something to look forward, listeners. It'll come come down the pike one day. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, the next one, um, which I did not know, this one I learned something to adjust 
your what what words you so instead of saying the biggest one that they said is take the word just j-u-s-t just out of your vocabulary instead Mm -hmm. of saying i just want to check on that spreadsheet or i just want to do this because it makes you seem less less confident Mm. confidence for sure but it also can uh, lead you down the path of uh, almost like pride i feel like too a little bit or that's i just need to do this or you're more important does that make sense I don't know the word I'm looking for there. I think if you pull just out of it, it opens the opportunity for more to come of it. So I'm just here to do this makes it sound like I, I don't have time for anything else, but True. Hey, kind of like we're just recording a podcast. No, we're here to report, record a podcast, get to know each other, do life, make fun of your husband. Yeah. I mean, everybody, ourselves, <laughs> make fun of ourselves. Yes. Self-deprecating <laughs> humor is, is great to me. The only one that matters. Uh, next one, ask questions. So I think, you know, this, I'm great at asking questions. Um, I am, I am. (laughs) I think, I think there's, um, a line on this one though. You can ask questions and it said to ask questions because it seems like you're leading the conversation. But when you ask questions, make sure they're pertinent, informed, and not over the top. Are you asking for too much information or are you asking for just enough or are you just asking for clarification? Yeah. My mind went a hundred different directions there, but I, the one I really want to stick with is um, the movie, the, I think it's Disney. I want to say it's Disney. Um, Zootopia where the rabbit, you know, she's wanting to be a police officer, blah, blah, blah. Well, she gets this big break and she, they're doing this press conference and this Fox is giving her advice, which everybody says rabbit shouldn't be with foxes, but they, she gives her this great advice. Don't be nervous. Just answer all their questions with questions. And that totally backfired on her. So <laughs> it's a movie, but <laughs> the answer questions with questions. Yes. I can't remember what the questions were, but you know, it's a press conference, so it's heated. And she goes, you know, whatever. And so at first it was okay. And then it turned out kind of okay. Oh, 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 oh. And downhill it went. <laughs> it's a good yeah. one. I like that one. I mean, imagine responding to your kids' questions. Because how old are your kids right now? Four and two. So imagine responding back to your four-year-old when he asks you a question with a question. It would be never ending. You would never get, <laughs> somebody <laughs> would get frustrated and give up. I give up usually before I ever even answer. Mom, why can't I do this? Because you can't. But why? It's like, oh, gosh. Mom, how do I, this today, how do I open this umbrella? You don't. <laughs> you don't. Because <laughs> I don't want you opening it. Leave the umbrella alone. <sighs> Man, you got to love him. <laughs> He's definitely confident. <laughs> if I ask, my mom's going to tell me. <laughs> uh, there's... There's a quote out there. I don't even remember where I saw it, but act with the confidence of a four-year-old in a Batman t-shirt. He definitely has one with a cape on it. He's confident in it. When, when he wears that, does he do some things that you are like, what are you doing? Like, why do you think that's okay to like jump off the table? Stuff like that. Like, he's not my daredevil. It's the other one that I have to worry about. But he, they both wore their cape shirts. He has a Paw Patrol one with a cape and he led the way. Yeah, that day was a little different. It looked different. <laughs> but they usually don't jump off things, but they aren't allowed on things usually. Yeah, I would probably, most workplaces, it's probably not safe. It's probably a safety thing, but I think we should all wear a metaphorical cape. Put your cape Why on. Why would it be safe? What's wrong with that? It could You're get adults. caught on things. Huh? It could get caught on things. Like think about it in like a factory setting or something. You could catch them I guess there. I'm thinking about working from home. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck can go wrong? Yeah, I mean, now that I'm like, that's a really good point working from home. I'm like, I want you all to imagine as I'm editing and putting these out, I'm probably going to start wearing a cape. That's probably going to be my official uniform. <laughs> that's just Velcro. That's what I don't even worry about it with them because it gets stuck on something. It's just going to rip off. So that's all you have to do. Get some Velcro. Hot glue that sucker on there. Got a Velcro patch cape. <laughs> you can be Superwoman if you want. I'll even sew, sew the Velcro on there so it doesn't pull off my shirt. Next <sighs> time you see me. There is a high probability I will be wearing a cape, just for the record. Have you ever sewed Velcro before? If you have this skill, or do you use your sewing machine? Oh, it's a sewing machine, and it's not my sewing machine. This is probably where I'm going to phone it in and call mom. There you go. Okay, yeah. It's not one of my favorite things, so that's why I asked. Yeah, um, I'm going to continue to use my mom while she's alive. 
Like she was going to teach me how to can green beans over the weekend. And I just, I, I worked both days and I didn't have enough time. And, um, she's like, do you just want me to do it? And I confidently said, yes, dude, that's a great thing to learn though. So don't pass that up next time. No, I'm going to, I'm going to learn. We're going to can that and we're going to can all sorts of stuff. But although I feel like you can Google that. That's perfect because that is literally, that was the next piece of advice, which I thought was great. This is how, you know, you live in a modern world because it said when in doubt, YouTube it or Google it. Yeah. But it's sometimes when you can't, you know, you're already in that situation and you can't just like Google it right now. You got to be prepared for the preparation of the Google. Now, use Google anymore. At least I try not to, but it gets, it's addicting. You just get this like rabbit hole and you're gone. Oh, yeah. Um, you're gone. And I mean, this is definitely one of the things that uh, we have it slated for another episode, but we're talking about. Uh, being careful when you Google because just because it's on the internet does not make it true. Yep. Um, but we're also going to go with, with the fact that because there is so much out on the internet, if you come across it multiple times, there's probably a good chance it's fairly reliable. Mm, arguable, at least at its minimum, it's arguable. Yeah. So, um, but like YouTube and, and being able to watch how to do things on there. Obviously you said that YouTube has worked well for your husband. He's made, I mean, that's what he kind of does now. We won't mention yeah. where, where he works, but I mean, that's because of YouTube and Google and everything. He's now got, he's now yeah. able to do what he does. So, yeah, I would say so. Life experience too. It's got him to where he is, but. Oh yeah, that absolutely too. Yeah. Cause he had a lot of experience there, but yeah. And I, I had to laugh at the last one. Uh, they did make an edit to this post. So if anybody's read this post before and they, they're like, that's not what the last one was. They've made an edit. Um, the edit was uh, the superhero pose. It was um, featured on an episode of Grey's Anatomy where Amelia was having a brain tumor. And they said, you know, if you stood in the superhero pose with your shoulders back, head up, hands on your hip, kind of like Superman stands um, for five minutes, if it fakes the confidence and it boosts endorphins and all that. Um, so that was inconclusive. They were not able to duplicate the results. So the researcher that did the study can't say for certain, I'm not going to knock it because I've done it before. Sometimes in how you stand will help it's a, and it helps get your brain mentally where you're, where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but since they took that one out, they added another one. If you had to guess, what do you think it would have been? I'm sorry. I missed where we were going there. What do you, you think had, what would have been? What do you think their updated number nine tip is? I have no idea. I I laugh when I read it. I'm about eating something. Nope. Accept <sighs> the compliment when you get it. Uh, yes. When the interviewer says that, wow, you did a really great job on that, and you thought you bombed it, just say, thank you. I really appreciate that. So you are right. I did. <laughs> but I, I read it, and I was like, I think it's maybe God telling me something, like because it's come up multiple times. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Uh, repeat for sure. <laughs> so obviously that was, that was nine, nine tips or tricks of what you can be, uh, doing or how you're supposed to act. Um, any, any thoughts on those that just pop out that you're like, wait, I needed to say this. No, I was just thinking about that last one that they removed though. I just I mean the positioning of what you're doing. And I mean, that goes with a lot of things, but I was just, it popped into my head just like maybe not superhero stance, but like when you're praying, you, you pray in a pose to get into that state of mind or mode or whatever you want to use the word for. And so I, I would agree. I would tend to agree with you that that has some, if not, it's just a psychological, it makes you be in that place because you're feeling in that place. Your body does feel in that place. Well, it, I think it's kind of like sports or anything else that you do repetition. It's it's kind of muscle memory and it mm-hmm. helps train your focus and it's kind of like a routine. So like when you wake up in the morning, probably if you look at your morning habits, you're probably doing the same thing most mornings when you wake up. Like for me, first thing I do is shut off the alarm. Well, first thing I do is snooze the alarm for probably a half hour because I'm a snoozer. Oh, yeah, That's one of those. Yeah, that's a whole different story. Oh, yeah. Put that down for a topic. How to cause a straight-up divorce real quick. (laughs) Why they made snooze on the Apple nine minutes. Why? Why is it nine minutes? 
why can't you edit it? I'd like to. Because it gets sooner and sooner. Like ours doesn't. Mine doesn't. It's always nine minutes. But if you if your alarm was set at 8 a.m. and then it was 8.10, 8.20, your brain stops being able to do simple math in the morning. So when it's 8 o'clock and then 8.09 and then 8.18 and then 8.20, whatever. Yeah. So it's Mine that whole. That. So it, it kind of makes you start freaking out like, oh, crap, I need to get up. Cause you, it's not easy math to do, I think. I don't know. Again, maybe I should research it. This is to an extent. We should probably at least fact check a little bit before I open my mouth. No, nah, yeah. and that's an opinion-based statement. All I want to say about that is that's just the most irritating. Why it's nine minutes. You used to be able to, in the good old days, make your snooze whatever length of time you want. Good old days. Good old days. You act like you walked uphill both ways to school through five foot of snow, too. You know what? I lived close enough. There was really no hills. We live in Ohio. Come on. <laughs> hills? If you're in Southern Ohio? Uh, more like jocks. <laughs> I guess Southern. <laughs> yeah, so, so I did think that was a good, I, I thought it was a pretty good list. It had some good things. Um, but I think, I think some things on there are a little more, um, require some research, require some thought, um, where some mm-hmm. of these other things, I, I just with my psychology background and just kind of life experience, I guess, can't say I know everything, but I've got, I think I picked up a couple trips, tricks along the way. Um, so some things that I've learned that help, um, which we've already talked about numerous times. First one was eye contact. Mm-hmm. Even if, even if you hate doing it, eye contact is a blessing and people really like that. Uh, when you can't do eye contact, people might think you're sketchy or uninterested or whatever the case may be. Sketchy um, is a good word. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you can't do eye contact or maybe you don't like them and maybe they're worried that you won't be a good fit, even if you're the perfect candidate on paper, you can't give eye contact. Especially depending on what the position's for. You can't make eye contact with some people that you may or may not know. How are you going to do that with your, I'm going to go back to it, patience. Could you imagine being a cop that can't make eye contact? Um, I, I can actually imagine a couple of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first one that I thought of, like, if I had to be in a job that required eye contact and be good at it, what what job would that be? Yeah, a cop, I would not be good at being a cop because I don't know that I can stare at people I don't know. But maybe with it being a job, I could, I don't know. But eye contact mm-hmm. is important. Eye contact is a very critical skill in some positions. Oh, yeah. Most, 100%. I would say 100% of positions, life in general. If you can't make eye contact, you just seem like my children. When they're mischievous, they're not looking at me. They're looking way off in the distance. Look at mommy when I'm talking to you. It's my, look at me in the eyes. My number one saying. Or they're physically looking at you, but their eyes are like off to the side. And that like, you don't even have to see it. And it's that ornery grin and like smirk. And yeah. So uh, tip, tip for those of you who are not great at eye contact. Uh, If you stare right between the eyebrows, if you're far enough away, the person cannot tell whether you're looking at them in the eyes or at that spot. So practical tips here practical tips today. So you have Googled this at least. Oh, I didn't need to Google it. That's what I do. <laughs> That's what uh, I do. That is what I do. The, the second thing that you can control um, is your posture, which we've talked about. We actually was ta- were talking about it um, when we started recording. Um, finding the right posture for you. Obviously, there are some postures that are going to be better than others. Um, but if you're in uh, interview, and, for instance, and you're sitting across from somebody and you're at a desk, if it's a spinny chair, don't spin. Sit up. Sit at the edge of your seat. Don't sit back. Um, you know, have have your hands under the table. Preferably don't have your hands like up on the table or your, I don't know, your head in your hands because you're tired or whatnot. Posture is big, big deal. Yeah. I think it goes without saying, but we're going to say it anyways. Yeah, it does go without saying. I don't even feel like I need to add anything to that. Um Again, back to the no spinning chairs, don't fidget. Um, if you do need to fidget, small movements, maybe wiggling your toes, or um, I will occasionally like ring my fingers um, if I do need to fidget, but try to get all that out beforehand. Fidget toys are great. They're now on the market. Um, fidget spinners, stuff like that. Anything you can do to get uh, some of that input in before you go into the interview or whatever the case may be where you have to be confident, public speaking, shake it out. Physically shake it out. Get all the fidgets out. 
Yeah. Before you go of, in. Yeah. It's kind of like working. Uh, so I worked in children's ministry for a couple of years. Um, kind of the same thing we did with the kindergartners. Let them run, get some, get the wiggles out, make them wiggle, make them directed wiggle. So it's not complete chaos, but I mean, go push and hold up the wall, do things to get uh, the blood flowing, get all the extra energy out. Mm-hmm. Do you do that as an adult? Do what? Get my energy out? Get the wiggles out? Uh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, maybe not in that exact phrasing. I don't think Taylor's no, getting wiggles out. exercise. Yeah, no, I don't get, yeah. It's, it's exercise. You have to without exercise. It's the easiest thing to let go of. I mean, in a daily routine, it's the easiest thing to just say, I don't really need that, but you do. Your body needs it. Your brain needs it. Your overall health just needs it. Even brain need it. His bone over there and it's very loud. Hence why I'm using the space bar for the mute. So I cannot hear it. Good. Perfect. The other thing. Oh, I, you, I can hear it. You can hear it now. <laughs> now that you said it, I realized, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Now he's panting. Now he's playing with the ball. Once I pointed it out and asked him to stop. I think he's going to go back to it. I also moved all the squeaky toys up. So there's that. <laughs> uh, the next next point that they talked about, I've noticed through the podcast as we're recording this one, my speed is very fast sometimes. Sometimes I get excited and I can't slow down. Uh, but it's talking about slowing down your, obviously it's something you cognitively have to think about. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to readjust a couple times, but it's doable. If you slow down, you sound more confident. Yes. And it can give your brain a second to catch up to actually show what you're confident in. You know, if you've prepared and you're just rattling off, that's where you can get lost. You forget everything. It's like, why? I don't know if you're like this or like me. I can go into conversations and say, even today, why the heck didn't I say that? Like any other time, you know, I would have said whatever, asked him to come in and asked him to do this or whatever. Why didn't I think of that? I was just so busy with everything else going on. Slow yourself down. Be in the moment. I sometimes will think of, like for your instance, when you went to go greet the new neighbors, I will mentally think of a script of what I want to use before I walk over there. Oh yeah, 100%. Do that. I I have literally, this is embarrassing, but I don't care. I bought a pack of cookies last week thinking I'd send it over, you know, go over there. Different circumstances. Kind of was an excuse, maybe. I'm putting that in quotes, but really it wasn't. It kind of led me to wait. I ate all those other cookies. I didn't want them to go bad. But, you know, I have thought of the script every day, you know, repeatedly. Now nah, let's scratch that. Let's do this or let's say that. Well, what if this happens? And yet still, my brain went 100,000 miles a minute and got over there and said nothing that was on the script. <laughs> And even, even if you had said it, the script never works out because you never get what they're going to say back. Most of the time we're not right. So yes, exactly. Uh, These next two are kind of combined voice control and articulate your word. Um, So being able to control what you say, don't squeak. Hi, Ben. Uh, Being uh, able to control your voice and not have the squeaks or not. um, You good? You need a minute? No, I'm good. You were going to throw up there for a second. (laughs) No, I just took it down the wrong pipe. Or maybe it was the hunk of a man, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. But Oh, Oh, darn it. You muted right at the perfect time. I didn't catch what the rest of that was. That was great. (laughs) Uh, But having voice control and articulating your words. So stopping saying things like, um, uh, if, or whatever those kind of filler words are. And then articulate. Don't mumble and don't talk like this because it's really difficult to hear, that is how you're also going to help feel confident. Yeah, that just word. I think I use just a lot. Uh, As I'm editing, I use the word like. Mm, Yeah, I definitely use that one. Or so, but yeah, that doesn't show confidence, I wouldn't necessarily think. If if you ever want to break yourself of the habit, um, A, just record yourself and listen to it, because you're really going to annoy yourself, A, with your own voice, and then B, when you find out you say those words. But like using a rubber band on your wrist and snapping it every time you hear yourself say it or letting somebody else snap it. Yeah, that's totally going to break it right away. Oh, wow. She's into negative negative reinforcement. Is that what they call that? Yeah. Look at you using psychology terms. Yes. Ugh. It's like that dinging that you hear in your car when you don't wear your seatbelt. Negative reinforcement. Ugh. Yeah. I like the cars where that just turns off eventually. 
I mean, I'm not a terrible person with wearing my seatbelt, but. I actually thought about uh, getting a little piece of the seatbelt just to stick in the thing. So make it they make those Amazon just like already, you know, it's just like the, the seatbelt's already buckled. Never even knows. Am I hijacking your thing? No, you're good. You can just, um, one of the tips that you missed, one of the tips, Ben, it was YouTube or Google. It was one of the tips on how to fake being confident if you need to. So I bet you there's probably a YouTube video of how to hack your car and turn that off, like overwrite it. <laughs> I'm videos about, what was it that we just, you just YouTube? Why do you have to hold this phone? Because I muted it when you walked up. I didn't know what you do. You know, oh. Good thing I did because you burped. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to put this disclaimer out there. If this does stay in the video, that in no way are we uh, encouraging or reinforcing the idea that it is safe or legal to not wear your seatbelt or <laughs> to <really> manufacture uh, <laughs> systems to override. <laughs> and this is I'm not done all the time. Yeah. Disclaimer. My kids are never in the car. Well, I just, well, I don't know. I guess it would matter if you, in an accident, you think yeah. seat belt, you know, and your kids are in the car and you're injured. We, I may not edit you out, Ben. We, we were talking about you earlier. We're going to get uh, you and Taylor on uh, a podcast specifically for a uh, husband and wife. And we're going to have fun with, I'm going to have fun with that. I don't I'm know gonna, if you guys will. Have fun. We're going to be tortured. But I was telling her, what's your, what's the one thing? What's the topic? Love languages. Oh. Back to confidence. Yeah. For you confidence and like faking it and YouTubing it like in preparation what's the number one thing that you always tell people that you so that you know that I didn't lie about this that you YouTube to learn the number one thing like the yeah the thing that, everything yeah everything but the biggest thing in your life that you YouTube oh. yeah you gotta say it a little closer to the mic I can't hear you <laughs> oh music Music in all general forms. I guess I said that it Literally was just everything guitar. I know. Yeah, I guess I just said it was guitar, but I guess you can't play other instruments. <laughs> Going to college is a is overrated. You can learn everything you need to know on, for free. For free, I do it in real time when I'm talking to customers, and they think that I'm that smart. <laughs> we we were actually talking earlier about the amount of information that is now available at our fingertips. And like, I know I used to get made fun of from people like, cause I would just Google right in the moment. Somebody would be like, well, I wonder. So I just Google it real quick. And now like, that's a common place thing. Like you just said, you use it. And I use it at work too, all the time. Yeah. Um, how many instruments do you play then? Uh, confidently. Mm, confidently two, maybe three. You're, I'm, we're not on. Yeah, we are. I am. Uh, oh. Cause my fingers are going up. Uh, <laughs> I can't see. Yeah, there's no point in seeing you. Do you need to see yourself? No, I'm sorry. I'm making this a terrible podcast. Yes. You have to edit me out. I'm terrible. <laughs> oh, no. The uh, the first podcast that we did, I had I edited out, I think, like 15 minutes where we got off on a, a rabbit trail about um, Taylor was singing a song from Wizards of Waverly Place, and I didn't know what it was. And then we got on a Save by the Bell rant and then getting ready for school. That's the best thing about this podcast, the amount of rabbit holes and uh, B-roll that I have that you just me- never know when you may need it. Oh, I, yeah, I hope that never makes anything. <laughs> I definitely was regretting it once it was all the way out. It's like, well, I'm too far gone now, so I guess I just have to sing Singing the whole song and impressing yeah. me of something that you remember from like 10 years ago? Yeah, because I would have looked yeah, I'm not confident if I didn't sing it all. Exactly. See, so sometimes you go with the things that you're good at. <laughs> Singing weird songs is one of them. Now, the the last part um, or the last point that the one of the lists brought up, um, which came up over and over, which I know to be true because I do it, um, is the clothes that you're wearing. Like I was talking about my um, meeting polo. I straight have a polo beside my desk. So when I have to do online meetings or I have to go face to face on the camera, throw on a polo and they don't see the sweatpants and the fuzzy socks. So that's hilarious. But that like it, sorry, it just reminded me of that guy from the office that did those good news things during like the COVID time. Do you, what's his name? Jim Mike Krasinski. Mike was yeah. Krasinski. That, Mike Krasinski. Yeah, he just stood up in his underwear a couple of times. You know, he got a suit top on, but <laughs> those are those are some good videos yeah, right there. 
but it's that's real. Yeah. Like that's, that's the best part true. about it. Yeah, you don't want us to stand up right now. Button up, dress shirt, and suit pants, and nice shoes, and yeah, that's true. And I have to have those um, little plastic things to make my collar sharp. Otherwise, I don't feel legit. Yeah, that's true. He does have to do that. It, I mean, they ask you to look presentable, but that's something that well, you, don't you have. have. To do that. Yeah, you take it on yourself. So that's true. I didn't even think of that. Well, not only is it is it a perceived thing by somebody who's interacting with you, but I think it definitely goes to say how you act too. Like mm-hmm. there's been days where I, I'll be 100% honest, I roll out of bed a couple minutes before work and uh, I jump on the computer and I stay in the same clothes all day and I'm like, five o'clock rolls around and I'm like, what did I do all day? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I don't have like a clock in, clock out job, but I feel like I'm the most productive when I haven't wasted time trying to figure out what clothes I'm going to wear around the house for no one else to see. <laughs> so I don't know. I can wear the same <laughs> pajamas, you know, a couple days for a row and it, judge me all you feel, but I'm still just as productive around the house. Well, it's, it's the same idea. If you show up to, you know, any sports practice and you're not in the right gear, you're not going to be, you're not going to be prepared to do what you need to do. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely. You're, you're, you're prepared and you look like a housewife barefoot in your PJs. <laughs> barefoot in my PJs. <laughs> Why? I would I was, be really shocked if my neighbors, shocked. I'm not even kidding, like the, the three across, don't know the three pairs of pajama pants that I own. Like I'm, I would be shocked, especially the new ones, how they don't know. I know they've at least seen one of them. Do you I only just, own three or are those the only three you wear? I have other ones, but there's, those are my favorite. Oh, I so I just keep washing them. You know what I mean? And I'm only wear the other ones. Like if I have to, right. they're just low quality pajama pants. <laughs> I mean, let's get real. <laughs> well, another fun fact. Uh, I don't know if it's changed now, but Mark Zuckerberg, very much the same thing. He would wear the same outfit every day because you are only able to make so many decisions in a day before you get decision fatigue. So that's why he wore the same outfit. So it also helped him get in the zone. So he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Benefits of wearing a uniform. That's why I wear the same stuff uniform. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Ben has what? I have six. Just, just enough I think shirts it's six. and pants to last. I only have two different pants for work. Well, you technically have three, but he's like me. The one he doesn't wear unless he like has to. It's too easy. Just all I got to do is remember what I wore yesterday. And as long as I wear something different, then I'm good. Yeah. And he doesn't do that sometimes. Sometimes. No judgment. Nobody notices. They're much of men. (laughs) Yeah. Dudes in dress clothes look the same anyway. They really do. I'm not trying to be, you know, sexist, but your shirts, they're either striped or they're plain. That's just what it is. Striped or solid. Now, are you are you a long sleeve guy or are you a short sleeve guy in your button ups? You gotta do long yeah. sleeve, short sleeves, too casual. They're not allowed. Well, we can if you wear a blazer over. So there's casual sense. Thursday and Friday now. Mm, that's true. Thursday but and Friday, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. But I don't do it. I can't do it if I dress like that. I feel like a bum. He really now, doesn't. Now, do you roll up your sleeves? No. Nope. He really doesn't. You're like hardcore. He's set in his ways, Jeanette. That's all there is. No, I gotta, I gotta feel like I'm legit. And if he doesn't feel like it, he's not gonna be. Hence that point. Confidence. Yep. Comes from your mind. And they put my big fat face on the website and say, "Call the gear expert." So if I'm supposed to be the freaking expert, I better feel like it. Sorry, I said freaking twice now. Uh, you're good. That 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 will not get us a uh, higher rating. <laughs> far as like r-rated or anything so you're good <laughs> I, th- I think when you drop like the actual words i think that may be the point where they're like i gotta put a warning label on it i think yeah like, like fcc rules like you're allowed to drop like one or like two of this certain word so oh but, lovely. i think that's yeah the same thing with movies <laughs> yeah. I love the um, one one interesting thing um where you're talking about when they put the the title of expert on your name and, and whatnot, and you have to feel like legit. Have you guys heard of imposter syndrome? Mm. Mm, no, but I'm, I can I can imagine what you say. Impostering it. So so that'll that would be another fun follow up episode to this after people have digested and, and hopefully have gotten some of their their questions. Um, 
imposter syndrome though, where you, you feel like you're an imposter, even if you're qualified, like sometimes like, why am I doing this? I'm not the person, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I shouldn't be doing this. Mm. Not the whole extent to it, but yeah, especially in our day and age, you can see a lot of people. Well, we carry 45,000 SKUs and I'm supposed to be the expert on every single one of them. Which obviously is not possible so yeah yeah that can really not get your confidence with with the speed of innovation and change and the way things are just growing and and moving and evolving i think that's that's the other thing too i think i think it existed before i don't know that it was necessarily called imposter syndrome when our parents were our age um but now i think we're definitely seeing it because we're we're stepping into realms that we've never I mean, this is not what they thought 2021 was going to be like. They thought we were going to have floating cars or whatnot, but <laughs> we're, we're floating into um, time shoes. Yeah, we're floating into spaces that um, nobody really thought that, you know, cell phones and the fact that we're able to record a podcast over you're what, an hour away right now. So yeah. the fact that we've got these things and it's constantly changing, having to one up everybody. Yeah, definitely messes with your confidence. True. And sometimes you just have to fake it. Yep. And deal with it other times. Or sometimes you just say, I don't know. Yeah. But I'll figure it out because I have a rep for every brand. I know who carry, to go to. And I'll figure it out and call you back. Yeah. I feel like I, think I don't that's know. That's the most confident. confident thing you could do is just yeah, say, that's what I, would say. I don't know. But I'll figure it out. Yeah, I can figure it out for you. I'm confident I can figure it out. 100%. I think that I think that is a great piece of advice. Didn't even think about that. I do say that a lot. Sometimes I'm confident that I will be able to find an answer. And sometimes I'm like, I have no idea where I'm going to go for this, but I'll figure it out. Yeah. If I don't at least get somebody. Sorry, I stepped on a toy. Was that voice creepier than the uh, audio recording one? No, because I knew that voice. (laughs) That audio recording is creepy. When you hit record on a Zoom meeting, in progress, and it's a really creepy robotic type voice. So, woman voice to top it off. Sorry, but women robotic voices are just it's like Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, hers isn't so bad because you know who she is. She she is in creepy movies. I totally changed the voice of Siri on my phone because kind of the same thing. Mine's a British guy. Oh yeah. It's also back to um, women and can be being uh, cutthroat. I don't want to take directions from a woman. Are you kidding me? That's <laughs> true. I'm you did not tell me where to turn. You did not just tell me to U-turn. I will continue straight. <laughs> I will properly <laughs> turn right around in the lake. next driveway. <laughs> yeah, like on the office. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so do you have any uh, final thoughts on fake it if you must? I don't. The only other thing I wrote was about speaking into life, which I think we touched on before. Speaking into life and speaking into truth. I mean, that's the best confidence you can get. All right. Well, I think, uh, I think for this episode, I think that's about it. 